0: Dad Bod Rap Pod, episode 13. Unlike most hotels, we are keeping the 13. This isn't an unlucky episode. You ever been to a hotel and they don't have
1: the 13th floor? But that just means 14 is 13. It They're just not means, fooling anyone. Exactly. And it means that you're scared.
0: You know what I mean? You're scared? Go to church. This is a hotel. <laughs> Put floor 13 in. This is episode 13. Um... Well well this is like a little little snack. We we dropped some some heavy stuff in episode twelve with uh, our interview with Mike and I and our two-parter. Um we're gonna have a little conversation today, but I wanna uh first introduce myself. If you started in episode thirteen, you're a weirdo. Um, <laughs> but welcome, unlucky person. Uh my name is Damone Carter, aka Dem One. Um I am joined by Nate LeBlanc, record collector, um, all around cool do- cool guy, sorry. Um and Dave go Ma... J.J.
1: Reddick. Damn.
0: <laughs> Rap game, J.J. Reddick. Um, <laughs> Nate LeBlanc. And then we also have Dave Ma, writer extraordinaire. What's going um, on, guys? With us. Living the dream here. Happy Living to be back. Here. Happy to be back as always. Yeah, we're, we're kind of we're picking up steam here. So today's topic that we want to talk about um, is, is an interesting topic in that we all know that in America racism is totally over so um after barack obama we kind of cured it and we're moving on now absolutely not um race and discussions about race have been in hip-hop from jump but there's a new kind of emergent sub that's come up of late um as as my guys start to sigh um <laughs> and i i don't know how other i don't know another way to phrase it other than to say this is this genre of of White Guilt Rap. Um, so I think um, Macklemore had a track called White Guilt. Which, white
1: Privilege. White Jeez.
0: Privilege. He had a track called White Privilege and then White Privilege 2 which was like Lethal Weapon 2. Very good. Long. Um, <laughs> very long. <laughs> very lethal. Um, very lethal. Uh, Eminem had a track um, on, his, on his latest album where he deals with some stuff. There's, there's a guy named Tom McDonald um, who did uh, a track that we'll talk about a little bit. And then there's a there's a black guy, um, Joyner Lucas, who who recorded an interesting kind of white guilty song. So so I'll I'll ask I'll ask you, Dave, as our a resident white person. <laughs> in in White America, um number one, who was the first dope white rapper? Like oh, who man. was the first one? That's search. tough. Yeah. Search. Yeah, search you're going to diss Prime Minister Pete Nice? Like,
1: just, oh, oh he's. <laughs> he's more of a sidekick. Yeah, he's more of a character. Yeah, okay. he's more okay. of a guy with a cane. That, know, that's
2: true. I, I must say, though, out of the people that you named, mm-hmm. um, Tom McDonald, Eminem, um, I would say Macklemore might be the, the, the least offensive one. I mean, he's just, he's just guilty of being corny and overly transparent, right? He's right. trying.
1: He's, he's trying. trying.
2: It's cringeworthy. I mean, uh, that video, um, what's the video again? Uh, the one that you sent me,
1: the Tom McDonald,
2: the McIlmoore one, McIlmoore. No, uh, oh, white privilege. privilege. Oh, to white privilege. Right, where, where he keeps asking, "What's your intention? What's your intention?" And it's like his intention is so clear. It's he's so transparent. It's like it's like when he performed at the uh, Grammys a couple mm-hmm. years back and mm-hmm. had Melly Mel. And you know that you know he was like, "Can I get an you know a legit '80s rapper or something?" Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like when, signify. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when those Republicans like you know, or you know, those lawmakers sign some sign some shit that's adversely obviously bad for like poor black communities but there's like one black guy it's in jim next brown room. shows up yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. it's it's so contrived it's one of that so i mean his music just aches of
0: it's for cringiness right it's cringeworthy it, macklemore stuff is forced i will say this as a person who has family in seattle and i was just there last week um it's a city that wears its kind of white guilt or the attempt to, to reconcile it on its hmm. sleeve. The most Black Lives Matter yard signs per capita in the <laughs> nation, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. So I thought his track, White Privilege, was so well-intentioned. Um, not great music. No, no. Not necessarily great music. But I, I think it's interesting that um, we are in 2018. And that stuff, to me, was like the first time I heard somebody really get into it like that hmm. so i kind of there's kind of a i don't know some begrudging props that i give him for being the first guy to kind of broach the conversation um but nate you thought it was wild corny
1: uh yeah you know he's trying he's trying his best he he had a tough situation that he kind of created for himself with the kendrick yeah. texts going public mm. and like it's it's he he was in a tough spot. he was an underground grinder for many years yeah, yeah. he was you know right. kind of in that blue scholars like mm-hmm, Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest mm-hmm. pocket and probably thought he was gonna stay there for the rest of his life and he ended up making like, like huge pop dollars, records yeah. right um so then it's all of a sudden he's this spokesperson mm. not helping himself with the Hitler youth haircut right right, but trying his best to make kind of conscious rap in a time of Twitter feedback that's really can be. Mean and mm-hmm, painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. So I'm a white rap fan. I've been like the, the kind of designated rap explainer in my family for 30 <laughs> years now. Um, I like my white rappers unapologetic, you. right? Like, I, like transcend. Edan doesn't talk right. about being a white rapper. He just talks. He's oh just well, no, he so has a gr- he has a
0: great line though. He does have a great line, and I and I I love Edan, and I thought the line was great. He said, "Every cracker that rap ain't the Elvis," right? Mm. And I was like. Okay, okay, and he, he sold it. I was yeah. like, right. "Hey, that w-
1: you know, that's an interesting." But sentiment. he doesn't.
2: He doesn't make it his persona, like that's, sort of no, am though. Saying. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, LP slick. a slick line is great. LP
1: but. doesn't isn't a white rapper. He's a rapper, right. For sure, right? Sure, right, sure. Um, I had another one, but now that you're like questioning my E rem- rem- <laughs> rem- reminiscence, with that. I know. I hit Usually you. Usually, people that. are not quoting Edon to me, right? Beauty um, and the Beast is my joint. Oh yeah, it's my joint. So. There's ways to kind of skirt it by just being so hip-hop your fundamentals aren't questioned. I think if you need to make a White Guilt song, you have done something in your career to draw that in. Or in the case of that Juggalo-looking Tom McDonald dude, like, who is this guy? Where is he coming from? That's so deeply offensive. Like yeah.
0: So for I those, I
1: didn't listen long enough to see if he says he has a black friend, but that's the kind of it was gross song. Yeah, of, so I, he, I can't be racist. I have a black friend. Yeah, so he, gross.
0: Uh, he, Tom McDonald, who is apparently Canadian, Um uh, which, so much worse, which Jeez. makes it somehow a lot worse. He has a terrible haircut. Um, he <laughs> did a song called "White Boy," where the basic gist of it is is don't hate me because I'm white. I never own slaves. I don't hate on my pretty blue eyes. That's an exact quote. Ugh. Um, Which is kind of like you're looking at these two polar opposites, right? Where you have Macklemore um, and Eminem, whose song, again, is not good, but makes some Mm -hmm. interesting points. Sure. Um, They made a shitload of money. And so I think there's an element of this of like, hey, I know I'm profiting off of black culture. Right. And I want to try to give, you know, I don't know. To, to give back, but tom mcdonald's song um' on Just trying too hard dude. all lives matter records um, <laughs> oh, it it is so wild it to be released in black History Month oh gosh. um maybe the most i can't say I the didn't most even offensive think of that. that's so gross. yeah I, I can't say the most offensive because rap has some pretty offensive songs, sure it's in the canon of the most offensive i'm already I'm putting it in the in the hall of fame all time um Offensive songs. If you get a chance, it's called Tom McDonald, uh, White Boy. Um, Shouts out to Dirtbag Dan, who has a, a kind of a, a video blog podcast, who did like forty five minutes on dude. It was so hilarious. I, you know, shout out to Dirtbag Dan, you know, San Jose rap legend. Um, check out his show. But it it was the it was the maybe the end of white guilt rap, where he's like, I'm not guilty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he pleads not guilty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he please not. He's guilty of a of a horrible haircut. I can I can tell you that much. Um, but you know I I've never I've never been in a conversation to respond to Tom McDonald, which this is my open letter. um I've never been in a conversation with 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 other black people where they're like Eminem sucks. I hate that white guy. Right. We in think. general. We in general kind of dig white people doing black culture it's like it's this uh, is this it's affirmation when done well i mean yeah yeah sure jason williams we love jason williams right. white white chocolate right. Annie winehouse right. um you know adele like mm-hmm. you know justin timberlake pre-06 Super Bowl. you know like uh, we're 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 there for all of it um and so that that is what makes that song so wild dave did you did you even get to verse two Keep it I, dude I watched the whole thing
2: and was like dude who are these black actors who is this uh, Who are the black actors Where did you find this guy where did you find that Indian girl you know <laughs> oh, man. It, I, I guess it's good to see that uh, Chino XL stylist is still getting work <laughs>
0: um, shout out to Chino XL he did take like 92 Chino XL's haircut totally. Juggalo hey. slant, you know oh, steez Oh man it's Yeah but at the same time I looked on his his YouTube it's uh 14,000 likes Okay. 7,000 dislikes. Mm. So MAGA rap is here to stay. Oof. Ugh. We didn't even
1: talk about Kid Rock. Totally. Right. Ugh. To talk about That's building true. your whole persona on black culture and then turning your back like right, that's right but then he turned it he's now he's like warren zevon meets led yeah. zeppelin he sings you like do a country album they what, love it uh yeah, he has it. a when he's in his flat top era he has a hilarious album title i think it's called the 6 a.m early morning stoned pimp or something yeah wow. yeah i remember, I remember that, that cd coming into streetlight when i worked there and i'm like wow. okay uh, and the first time i ever saw him was on mtv cutting up uh, Metallica records on one of their like live from Times Square thing. He
2: has real DJ skills. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and he has some it's roots, really I guess, sad. in it. Some real hip hop
0: roots. Apparently. So, so there's right. yeah, there's some Detroit rappers um, who vouch for him. Uh, does right.
1: Slug have a White Guilt song?
2: Well, you know, speaking of Macklemore, I mean, uh, Macklemore sounds like Slug some, sometimes to me. Oh, lot. absolutely. You know, it's absolutely. like, come on, what does Slug feel? You know, how does Slug feel? Um, I think I, he definitely has mentioned race in his in his songs, yeah. but usually yeah. his songs are just about how. Heartbroken he is though. Right. You know, smoking cigarettes and, Lucy, and such. And, yeah. 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 No, I mean But he mentions it. But he, again, he doesn't make his, his he doesn't make his whole persona about, you know, about that. Right. I mean he's hip hop. You know, when 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 I interview him when we talk, we talk about G rap and Big Daddy Kane. You know what yep. I mean? We're not talking yep. about his white guilt growing up in Minnesota. You know what
0: because I mean? Because I, I feel like hip hop, at least when we caught it, was at a time a real meritocracy where if you had the bars, you know, you have the bars. Like, I right. again, I've never encountered a situation where a white rapper was discredited just on being white. Like, mm-hmm. if you if you have the, if you can spit, you can spit. Now, with that being said, uh, the music industry has a long, 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 long history of, you know, uh, basically kind of like white face. You know, mm-hmm. white people doing black music and making, you know, a shitload of money on it and black artists getting nothing. Snow comes to mind. Informer.
1: Also Canadian. Also Canadian. Oh, man. Clearly Canadian. The highest paid (laughs) dance hall artist, though, right? Oh, Oh, my God.
0: We're going to do a whole sub um, episode on uh, the appropriation of Jamaican culture. Oh,
1: man. Um, Episode 15, Rasta (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Impostas. Ross Trent. Shout out to Ross Trent. (laughs) Um, Shanty dorm.
1: Oh, man.
0: (laughs) So we have we've, we've kind of we we've appropriately shitted on Tom McDonald. We we like um, we like Lamore's attempt, but at the same time, it's a little. I'm never little listening
1: forced. to that again. I can't say that I like it. It's the best of a bad bunch. Yes, agreed. okay. It's okay. also nine minutes long, which is just like yeah. That's come on. That's three songs. Yeah. You could you could have got through that. Well, dude,
2: I mean this Eminem track six minutes. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Come
0: on, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. come on!" Now
1: I have guilt (laughs) for listening to this.
0: (laughs) Mike, guilt. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, so so now that we've solved the problems of race, um, we got that cleared up. Yeah, now that we've got that cleared up, um, who's who's the best white rapper right now? Lou the
1: Human. Lou the Human. Lou the Human is like a up and coming. A uh, rapper, I believe, from Florida. He has, like, serious skills. Mm, okay. Um, okay. I, I heard Dante Ross on a podcast talking about how he wish he could have signed him, and he's, like, got, got MC wow. of, skills levels. Wow. I'm a big fan. He, his mixtape is it's called Humaniac.
2: Okay. Um,
1: he, he rhymes over kind of reinterpolated Wu-Tang, Shadow. Okay, okay. Um, this kid can't flow, dude. Okay. He's, he's what does future. his voice sound like? It's kind of... Immature, okay. It's like okay. it's a little thin. Okay. He's, he's a kid, okay. He's like 19. Um, if okay. you see him photo, he, he looks and kind of his fan base reacts to him like a SoundCloud rapper, okay. He no face tattoos, but like crazy colored hair and like the mm-hmm. weird like jeans with all the patches on them, okay. Uh, almost like some NASCAR kind of look. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but he can rhyme, blue okay. the human, okay. Lou the human, blue the, fr- the human. Wow, I okay. can't even think of a white rapper right
0: now that that uh, the, currently. You know. I thought you were Jeezy no? <laughs> no? No Jeezy? No oh man Sorry um, Okay Well there you have it um, I think in, in general It's okay to be white guys It's, it's okay to be white <laughs> Thanks <to> um, <laughs> Here for you Nate um, It's alright to be white Just don't be whack Right How about that right. How about that yeah. Dead bod rap pot Dead Pod, rap Pod, uh, Episode Thirteen. Uh, we are back with uh, a discussion about rappers that we hate to love. Um, <laughs> maybe we don't like their catalog, but there's something about them. Maybe it's style, maybe it's their interviews. It's it's something. So we're all going to chime in with one rapper who we don't necessarily love their music, but we really kind of dig dig them and their persona and we will start with you, Mr. Dave. Oh, thanks, man.
2: Um, You know, I was gonna say Yachty because mm-hmm. I do not like his music, you know, besides a couple tracks, but I gotta give, give it up for his uh, business acumen, you know, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. seems like he doesn't give a fuck and he kind of seems like a professional troll which I like. I mean, um, I think his music's garbage. I think Nate mentioned that his debut album is one of the hardest things to listen to or to get through, and I cannot agree anymore. Um,
1: but then he'll have a good track every once in a while. Like, he's good on that Broccoli song. Totally, totally. And he's good on that Kyle I yes. Spy. Like, he's good as a feature. I like some but videos. Yeah, his video know? presentation is really good. The, mm-hmm. That... Uh, track where they all go to the prom yeah that's and, like, a great start video kicking the cake and stuff i love yeah. that anyway but then you second.
2: know when he says like uh when he says like i've never heard a good biggie verse or something like that like he's trolling fool yeah. like why yeah you know why yeah. are like rap dudes who are supposed to be the hardest guys in the room have the thinnest they skins get, they get puffy
0: about that so, <laughs> 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 mm-hmm,
2: totally so i mean you know if some young guitarist proclaimed that they never heard of jimmy page like rockists aren't going crazy you know right. But right it's like the you know these rappers have the thinnest skins so I remember on that complex show where like Joe Budden um, was dissing Yachty and Yachty's like, dog, like, why are you so mad? I'm 19. I have my own company and I just bought my mom a house. Hey. Yeah. Say no more. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally. yeah, So I admire that. I admire him putting himself out there and, you know, I admire anyone who puts themselves out there without having an exact business model because mm-hmm. I mean, because mm-hmm. he's
1: like, you know, he, he's like
2: a model. He he does videos. He, you know what I mean. Yep. He is the company.
1: Yeah, he's like the brand ambassador for Nautica, <gasps> and then that ties into his whole little boat yeah. thing. Like, that's... and he
2: he's on Target commercials. I can't be mad at that. Yeah. But I'm not. Gonna, sure. I'm not going to listen to his songs.
0: No, no. I think I I look at that guy as like he was breathed from the nostrils of Tyler the Creator. Right. Like, yeah. He yeah. he definitely, definitely kind of took that. that right. Like if you can't be awesome all the time, be interesting. Right. Just like yes. be yeah. be interesting. So okay. And
1: I have to say they're both definitely like bringing color and like a different Literally. like kind mm-hmm. of cut of clothing back to hip hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Just bringing
0: the Rugrats
2: uh, hairstyle back. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and and a, and a little you know. It never left for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, a little a little jabs at a kind of the the like you alluded to kind of this puffed up masculinity mm-hmm.
2: of rap mm-hmm. and and
0: this idea that the old school is. So precious, right? Right, um, motherfucker, you heard a biggie verse, though. Stop playing. (laughs) No, I know know. (laughs) you out here just talking shit to talk shit. All right, all right, okay. So, Dave Little Yachty fan club, email Dave at (laughs) welovelittleyachty.com. All right, Nate, rapper that you hate but you love.
1: I'm gonna have to go with Drake. Um, we talked about this on an earlier episode. It's it's funny, um, not like the podcast is so big or anything, but when people text you or call you about stuff you said on earlier episodes, like <laughs> people will call me and like talk, want to talk about something I said, but for me, it's just something I said. Right. And I kind of right. have to remember what they're talking about. Uh, when I talked about not really liking Drake on a, our album of the year episode, I heard about it from multiple people, including a lot of people I respect. So uh-huh. Drake kinda, mob
0: is on you breath. Yes, I told you.
1: And they have, they have a point and that's what I'm going to kind of get to here. Even though I really don't like a lot of his music, I really admire him as a kind of cultural figure. Like I like when he hosts SNL and like um his God's Plan video is incredible. Like um, tears. Yeah, dude. I I cried in my office. Like I'm like, it's Friday afternoon, I'm wrapping up my day. I'm kinda like, Oh, everyone's talking about this on Twitter, let me watch it and I'm like (sighs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. That's a really good use of budget. And just like um it's moving. I like made my wife watch it when i got home from work and i'm just like dude this is one it's sad that he needs to be doing that and how much it affects people but two it's just like i think he's a genuinely nice guy like the way he's navigated his life uh, to get to this point to be so huge to be able to like it's it's not just the giving away the money which is really key it's like how excited the people are to see see him. him Yeah, because people just, are
0: seeing Drake in the video, and I'm sure you guys have all seen it, but it's like, yeah, people are like, oh, my God. Yeah, this it's is like a that, huge star.
1: That's what being a star is, right? Yeah. It's like everyone yeah. wants to see you. Everyone wants to be your friend. You're meaningful to people. You represent their kind of hopes and dreams and define a kind of excellence for them to strive toward. And I never thought I would be saying this about Drake. I've always thought Drake was kind of corny, but um, he's making some moves that I think are really interesting, and I, I have to say that I, I that video moved me, and now I have to say you know props
0: okay okay you heard it here first um <laughs> you know jesus finds people at different times as does drizzy <laughs> um and they become converts um yeah no i i thought i thought that the the video was amazing um uh I, you know he has two songs out right now off of his um i guess it's something forthcoming it's probably already out by the time you hear this but I wasn't crazy moved by the song, and I'm, I'm a fan. I don't as even if you like heard. the
1: song at all. I don't yeah. even get how it's a song, frankly, but that's a, I'll stop.
0: <laughs> you love him. You love him now. It's so formless. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a moving video. I do have to chime in, though. My, my 14-year-old son was like, yo, yo, yo blink 182 did that same thing 10 years ago
1: interesting which
0: i which i didn't know because you know i don't listen to blink 182
1: or watch them yeah yeah but my uh, my wife was like oh the irs is gonna find that lady i was like can you for one minute stop (laughs) just watch this and be moved yeah i
0: guess so huh if drake hands you
1: 50 racks you we're gonna have to blur their face to
0: trump i mean god okay okay so drake got you um What about you? For me, rapper that I I hate but I love would be 50 Set. Um, I never got – he's one of the few rappers where I never really got why he was so popular at a point. I mean, 04, he basically was running the world. He
1: was huge. I I always thought the thing that people liked about him was he had an accessible flow and he had sing-song hooks. It's like the combination of kind of like easy but well put together lyrics with these like almost like lullaby hooks. Kind of took over the world. And Dre production helps a lot.
0: No, it it definitely does. But I'm always – he kind of reminded me of who is the brick guy from the Fantastic Four. (laughs) The thing. The thing. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, you have this like brutish guy like cooing lullabies at you. It just – some there was like this dissonance for me. You didn't Um, love
1: him like a fat kid loved cake? (sighs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> sadly no um and i didn't really get his popularity but him as a personality you know i'll, I'll find myself going down the rabbit hole and kind of watching like interviews that he's done and his willingness to throw anybody
1: under the bus well that's his kicked off his career with got yeah. a rob right yeah. it's like that's a that's a good song and a it's, fun song and it's, it's, it's like audacious a, it's audacious it's if you want to announce your presence to the world what better way than like you know
0: just taking wild random shots yeah. at, at people. And so I, I heard um, it was one of those kind of New York radio station interviews where he's talking about how him and uh, Floyd Mayweather got into a, a tussle. And it's it's so hilarious. It's almost like when Jerry Seinfeld's dad would come through on Seinfeld. Like <laughs> the way he's kind of just roasting and like... He's like, you know, I'm I'm 220. You're 140. I don't care who you are. Like, he got I'll, in a I'll wrap physical you up. Physical fight with Floyd. He Mayweather? said he said he wrapped up, kind of just grabbed and like held Floyd like a child. Wow. Like, and he's like, dude, you're 147. Like, that's
1: that's <laughs> impressive. Yeah,
0: and and it's kind of this really flippant, like, um, you know, kind of disrespect. He he holds no celebrity precious. Even even Jay Z, who um who in his run was kind of the Don of New York. Um And he came out and, and was talking brazy about Jay-Z, you know what I mean? And and to the point where Jay-Z had to do a, a retaliation um against him at Summer Jam, in which he said, you know, he kind of arrived in that moment. So as kind of like an insult, like the Don Rickles of rap, like right. a, an insult kind of comedian person, I think you have a great podcast. Right, Like if you yeah. just... If he was just to sit there and and tell you stories, stories.
1: um, I I think 50 cents, true Hollywood stories,
0: man, it it would be amazing. Don't buy him as an actor. Um, I I think he's one of those. I can play one role actors. Um, I think we
1: should touch a little bit on the Kanye sales challenge thing, the graduation versus Curtis thing. I still worked at the record store at that time. So I was like kind of tracking that just in our little corner of the world and it was clear by about we open at 10 by about 10 15 that he was gonna lose it's just like he was done and i don't i never but, really listened to him as an album artist anyway and i actually don't think graduation is the greatest kanye record but it was clear who had the cultural hegemony at that moment right and it shifted in right. terms of like kind of um thug to nerd it, it, well that, that that's when that wave crested right yeah.
0: of like this idea that he had been shot nine times and this made him just incredibly um you know real, incredible, it was kind of the end of the what I would call like that d m x kind of era where the hard nosed kind of new york street guy, you know maybe from the lineage of like a Freddie fox or something like
1: that's what you think of when you think of a rapper
0: yeah, absolutely that kind of archetype did did die on that on, day. That, on that day yeah. it was it was backpacks and you know what I'm saying uh, pink polos pink polos and in French fashion um from there on out, so uh so yeah. My Mine would be Fiddy, uh, fitty Cent. We'll definitely delve more into, uh, you know, things we hate. <laughs> um, Nate.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Nate
0: tries to posit himself as a, as a positive lover of all things. But um, <laughs> in Dad Bod, um, Unauthorized, you'll get to hear some of his, uh, some of his saltier takes. Um, but anyway, this has been episode...
1: 13? 13. Lucky number.
0: Oh Lord, we're Serenos now. Uh, <laughs> episode 13, Dad Bod Rap Pod. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Dad Bod Rap Pod. As always, you can find us on Twitter at
1: Dad Bod Rap Pod
0: and on SoundCloud
1: slash Dad Bod Rap Pod. All spelled
0: out. And we really welcome, um, if you feel a certain way about a a take you've heard on here, feel free to add us, um, tell us we're wrong. But overall, thanks for listening. We got more incredible interviews and fly, wonderful conversation. Dad by Rat Pod.